BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB. LB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire 7 days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Wam my peeps, wam wam wam, as them say wagwan. Hi guys, Dr. Wendy Dearborn is in the house with another episode of You and the Laws of Attraction. Well guys, today is the Thursday, the 28th of April 2022 and the hour is 12 p.m. I was going to say a.m. I'm like, nah, nah, wrong. So the hour is uh, 12 p.m. The show or the podcast is called You and the Laws of Attraction. And this is what the show is all about. It's about you. It's about me. It's about us. It's about the we. It's about us understanding the laws of attraction. It's about us understanding the power of choice. It's about us being able to create the lives that we say that we want to live. It is about us doing what it is that we have come here to do. It is about us understanding the nuances in life. And when I say the nuances, the nuances in life, a word, a word that you, the words that you speak, whether you speak them as the present, whether you speak them as the future, whether you speak them as the past, really are indicative of how things manifest in your life. This is the power of choice. This is the power of the universal laws. And that's the other thing. While we're speaking about this, the universal laws, it's so important that people understand that the universal laws laws incorporate the universal law of attraction. Everybody just says it's the law of attraction. No, 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 no. That's a part of the universal laws. And this is is one of the things that I am here to do. This is one of the things that my purpose is about, is bringing clarity and distinction about something as simple as that. Something that has been given to the people, which is wonderful, but something that needs to be elaborated on, something that needs to be... um, stretched, something that needs to take people or at least provoke people's minds into going deeper and further. I am a choice and clarity 
expert. Ashiyama Choice, Clarity and Universal Laws of Attraction expert. Using the universal laws has, or consciously using the universal laws, has allowed me to create the life that I'm currently living. Understanding the laws and how they work, it's so important. But we're going to get to this. I didn't even mention what today's show is. And that's the thing. I can go off on a little tangent. It is so easy. Today's show is actually called What Happens When a Spiritual Renovation Takes Place. So within your life, what happens when a major overhaul takes place? And it's important because it's something that I think happens to many people, has happened. And it's something that happens um, over and over again. The renovation can be small or the renovation can be big. The renovation can be big or the renovation can be small. It can be minute or it can be humongous, but it's still a renovation. It's really important to me that as you listen to the content that I put out, that there's understanding and clarity there, that these, that the, the content that I share with you is based upon my experience. This isn't about creating clones or doing cookie cutter work. Everybody is unique and everybody is different. Everybody is here um, in this life on purpose, for a purpose. Everybody. So that makes you unique. Do things overlap? Yes. So I am putting my content out so that you can, as they say, do you boo. This is my experience, but in sharing it with you, it is my intent that it supports you in gaining self-awareness or self-enlightenment as you journey on your pathway to fulfill your purpose and to fulfill your destiny. So as I said a little while ago, this is all about me sharing with you, but you have to do you, boo. You have to do you, okay? If there is anything that I say that you disagree with, then disregard it. If there's anything that I say that you agree with, that's good. But make sure that you weave it into the tapestry of who you are. Cut, mould, twist, turn, whatever you need to do. Because once again, this life is about you. What's really funny, and yes, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. But what's really funny is there's a couple of things that have been brought to my attention recently and one of them is you know I I write stuff and I I post and yada 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 and uh you know people get people get really really bent out of shape and just so we're clear I don't care (laughs) right just just so we're clear I don't care how bent out of shape you get if what I write um makes you annoyed and angry then perhaps instead of directing the anger that you're 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 trying to spew at me perhaps you should 
let go of the anger and ask yourself what it is that I have written or what it is that I have said that has angered you. And then ask yourself, why is it angering you? Why? And then ask yourself, what is it that you are wanting from this? What do you want to learn from this? Because everything's a teachable moment. Everything is a teachable moment. The other thing somebody said to me recently is, why do you have to write stuff that's so long? Everything that you write is is so long. Well, again, guys, your life is about you. You get to choose. You get to choose. If it's too long for you to read, then don't read it. Don't read it. I'm not going to change who I am so that you are happy. That's not what life is about. Life is about being your authentic self. Life is about your authenticity and how you choose to show up. See, this is the what what I've just said to you here is a classic of people would be like, oh, maybe I need to scale my writing back and blah, 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 blah. And there's nothing wrong with looking at that. But if you know that's not you, then don't do it to please the masses. You need to do what it is that you have come here to do. Speaking of which, your life, if I haven't said this already, your life is built and based upon the choices that you make. All right. The choices that you make create the life that you are currently living. Your life is built one choice at a time. Now you can either do this consciously or unconsciously, but whatever way you do it, your life is built on the choices that you make. So use the power of your conscious choice, which is the first law in the laws of attraction. Use the power of your conscious choice, the power of your free will, To choose what it is that you want to manifest in your life. To choose how you want to show up on this screen, a space we called life. So that being said, guys, once again, I'm a choice, clarity and universal laws of uh, attraction expert. And we're going to get into the show. We're going to get into the show. Now, Every time I think I say something pertinent or I'm going to segue or anything like that, you're going to hear a bell, right? It's now nice and loud and I've made it that way. You're going to hear the bell. It's nice and loud. And literally for me, it says to me that I'm going to say something that I believe is pertinent. Okay, guys. So let's dive into the show and uh, I think it's going to be about an hour, maybe less, maybe more. I always say that, but just roll with me. So guys, what happens when a spiritual revolution takes place in your life? What happens when a, a spiritual revolution takes place? Yeah. And a spiritual revolutions take place in our lives. As I said before, they can be big, they can be small, they can be humongous, they can be uh gigantic that 
Whatever it is, it's a spiritual revolution and it's taken place. Now, sometimes, sometimes you have to be taken to a place where everything you know about yourself, everything you know about the people around you, everything that you hold dear, everything about yourself, every everything um, that you know about yourself as you interact with people, places and things. Sometimes you have to be taken to a place where everything that you know about yourself and how you have chosen to interact into the uh, in the world is smashed. And I mean smashed into smithereens. Crumbles. And it's pulverized into dust and it falls away. Guys, I'm talking about people, places and things. I'm talking about your health. I'm talking about your wealth. I'm talking about your fame. I'm talking about your prosperity. I'm talking about your abundance. I'm talking about love, your career, money, relationships, and that's intimate relationships, familial relationships, your working relationships. I'm talking about relationships. I'm even talking about your spiritual relationship with God. I'm talking about home, possessions, your tribe. And when I say your tribe, I'm talking about your peeps, your people. I'm talking about all these things and more. And they all turn to dust. And when they fall away and are blown away, you're left bare, naked, afraid and wondering why, why, why? Or you make a statement like, I did this and I I didn't know it was going to be like that. Or you ask the question, what the hell just happened? Or then you beseech, God, how am I going to get back to normal? How will I ever get through this? And what's going to happen to me now? What's going to become of me now? Every heart-wrenching question, every statement, every thought that can continuously runs through your mind like it's stuck on a permanent watch wash cycle it's all normal it's normal to be like that and you will keep asking yourself those questions but once you've asked those questions and you've received your answers which guys tend to bring you back to the same questions because it's this kind of loop you can get stuck in There's one other question that must be asked. There's one other question that you have to ask yourself. But guys, we'll we'll get to that in just a hot second. We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed. Disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. I'm on uh, several themes this year. You might want to call them tangents, but I call them themes. 
I'm on several themes this year. And one of them is that now is your appointed time. Now is your appointed time to be living your purpose full life. Now, I could go down a rabbit hole with this subject, but as my friend Jamila says, stay on point and on topic. And those words, believe me, Jamila, those words have actually helped me quite a lot because I can go there. I can go rambling and like I'm doing now. So with those words of wisdom ringing in my ears, I'm going to stay on point on, on topic and I'm going to share this with you. So guys, I'm going to ring the bell because... Dr. D thinks that this is vitally important. You are here in this life for a reason and for a season. Everything that has happened for you and everything that is going to happen for you is to support this reason. The space that you fill by being alive and literally breathing the air that you breathe and taking up cubic space, that space only you can fill. No one else can do that. No one else has permission to do that. No one else has the power to do that but you. You came into this life to do what it is that you are uniquely here to do. And once again, guys, whatever that is, only you can do it. You see, you and God, or whomever your chosen deity is, I'm an equal opportunist in regard to that. Whomever your chosen deity is, entered into a Binding contractual agreement regarding what it is that you are here to do and that only you can do. Guys, this agreement was signed, it was sealed before you were delivered into this world via your mother's womb. And this agreement is your divine purpose or your mission. Okay, guys? It's your divine purpose or your mission. And that, my friends, is huge. It's absolutely huge. Okay? So I did that because I want you guys to digest that just a little bit. To digest that. It's huge. And believe me. For those who are scripture based, there are scriptures abound that that, that speak to this. Even if you take it as um, uh, uh, God with, uh, excuse me, Paul with with his 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 um, talking to God. Or Saul, who then became Paul with, with his conversations with God, if you will. It's it's abound all over scripture. It tells you this. It tells you. It tells you. And what I'll do is I will um, find a scripture while I'm doing this because I I have it like that. And I'll I'll bring that to your attention. Something that I think is pertinent. Okay. But anyway, 
When you are not fulfilling your contractual agreement, and that's the mission and purpose that you and your chosen deity, known to me as the God within, decided upon, this binding agreement that you agreed to before you were born into this world of your mother's womb, if you're not fulfilling your contractual agreement. It is life's responsibility to create all the opportunities and all the possibilities and all the eventualities necessary for you to do what it is that you have been born or incarnated into this realm, into this dimension to do. Okay, guys, that's huge. What you do have, even with all these eventualities happening, all these possibilities, and let me just say this, they're not all unicorn and cupcakes, it's not all, you know, peaches and cream, and it's not all warm and fuzzy, because by and large, when when you have, um, when you have a spiritual renovation going on, the word renovation can tell you, when you have a, a, a um, structural renovation going on it, it it tells you things are shaken up at the core things are shaken up at the core a renovation means that something is being changed and and changed mm, sometimes drastically sometimes very subtly but a change a marked change where people will know and see and perceive change but by and large bigger to that you will know and perceive change that has happened when you are not fulfilling your contractual agreement once again life is going to create life is going to create all the possibilities all the opportunities, all the eventualities necessary for you to get to where you need to be so you can do what it is that you said and agreed to doing when you, when you came here. Now, what do you have? I said at the beginning of the podcast, you have freedom of choice. You have freedom of choice and that is the greatest gift that you have ever been given. People think it's life. Well, for me, life is eternal. Life is eternal. Whether in this life or the next, you need choice. And so for me, once again, choice is the greatest gift that that has ever been given. And most of us, most of us don't recognize what that gift is or the potential of what that gift brings to our life. Until we are unable at whatever level to exercise our divine right to choose. And I say whatever level, this could be your health. It could mean not able to stand up. You see, your divine right to choose is that you can stand up. It can be to see. You see, it's your divine right to be able to choose to see. But until such time that we don't have that, we don't recognize the 
power of being able to get up every morning and choose to do what we want to do, even if we feel that we are on automatic pilot. Most of us don't recognize the gift for what it is until we don't have money or until we are unable to feed our children or unable to feed, uh, unable to pay our bills. Most of us don't recognize that gift. And even then, even then, we don't realize the power of it. So guys, just so we're on the same page, choice or choices to be made, once again, aren't always cupcakes, unicorns and rainbows. Choices don't always leave you feeling warm and fuzzy. Sometimes they leave you on your knees. Sometimes they, 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 they break you down. Sometimes they put you on your knees. That being said, an authentic choice, a true choice, an honest choice that's right for you isn't always going to be right for everybody else. Choice boils down to doing this or that. Choice boils down to doing that or this. Choice boils down to do you choose life or do you choose death? This or that. Choice boils down to do you stay in relationships that are familial but toxic? This or that, that or this. Do you choose to stay or do you choose to go? That or this, this or that. This is what choice is. You see, your choice in what you do. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right, guys. Making a choice, whether it is a conscious choice, whether it is a subconscious choice, is what the manifestations, what the blessings, what the experiences are that you will have in this life. It's a this or that, in order for the universal creator known to me as the God within, the architect of everything that I know and everything that I think I know, in order for my choices to go to the point of creation and come back into form as a manifestation or a blessing or an experience, whatever makes you feel comfortable. I have to first choose it. Your choices are important. They're vitally important. People say that life can't just be this or that. 
when you cut away all the emotions, when you cut away all the drama, when you cut everything all away and you take it to the powerful, concentric um, core of what it is, it is that. This or that. Emotions, either I like it or I don't. If I don't care one way or another, it's a, it's a don't. It's either you care or you don't. Yeah? As I know you've heard me say on this show many times, you can't be a little bit pregnant. Either you're pregnant or you're not. This is what life is. It's either this or that. So before I get off of this tangent or, you know, before I get off of this little segue that I made, because I think I got off on a little tangent there. Um, it's really important to know that you are on a predestined pathway. As I said before, before you came into being, before you were born, before you came into this life, there was a pathway that you agreed to take. And it was a pathway of your choice and a pathway of your making. Be under no illusion. You see, this is why I don't believe in the blame game. I don't believe in the blame game. Because life is of my making. I chose, I chose this life. And it's my personal belief, Wendy, my personal belief. With God, I chose the family and the people who I was going to interact with. That being said, I still had the power of choice. Most people aren't living their, their, their fullest potential, their fullest purpose-filled potential. Most people aren't. Because life's happening. But what people don't understand is that life's happening based on the choices that they make. So you can make life happen the way that you want it to happen based on the choices that you you, you make. The conscious choices. You see, the upside to all of this is, and I'm talking about choice, is that you get to choose how you journey and arrive at your destination. Your destination, as I said, is it's predestined. It is set. And you chose that. That's of your making. But again, the great thing is you get to choose how you get there. And if, if you want to know what that looks like, then I'm going to suggest that you watch. And for me, Wendy, one of the greatest movies of all time. And yeah, don't, don't roll your eyes. Don't, do not roll your eyes at me. I take great umbrage at you rolling your eyes at me. But yes, it's a wonderful life. Jimmy Stewart. It is a wonderful life. That's, that's an amazing movie. It's an amazing movie. And it, it, it has three dimensional parts to it. Because this movie illustrates clearly uh, the understanding that you are here for a purpose. Even if it goes against the grain of what you want or what you think you want. You're here for a purpose. And it's life's job 
Life. Life, the essence of life. It's life's job to keep those opportunities, to keep those possibilities and keep those eventualities going and coming so that you can do what you need to do so you can live your purpose-filled life. And on that note, guys, um, let me just say this. It's a Wonderful Life. That's one of my top choices for client movie therapy. And on that note, guys, I'm going to segue back into... I'm going to segue back into um, where I was before. (laughs) So let me just say this, right? We're going to go back to, oh God, how am I ever going to get back to normal? Okay. Based on the questions that we like to ask ourselves when uh, we are being spiritually renovated, you know? We're going to ask ourselves a whole series of questions from why, why, why to, uh, you know, oh God, how am I going to get back to normal? Uh, How will I get through this? What's going to happen to me now? What's going to become of me now? Okay. All right. So that being said, let me segue back. Oh God, how am I going to get back to normal? Once again, for whatever has happened for you. Whatever has happened for you, please know that this voice that you're hearing coming to you through whatever device that you're listening to, I am truly empathetic. I truly am empathetic. To say that I I feel your pain, for many people, yes, I do. And I can feel your pain, not necessarily because I've walked your walk, because I cannot walk in your shoes. But I feel your pain because I've walked in my own shoes. I've walked in my own shoes. And I know what some of this stuff has felt like. I know what some of this stuff feels like. I know what it's like. To be brought to your knees and then to fall flat on your face. I know what it feels like. So yeah, are they heart-wrenching questions? Yes, they are. And once again, when we ask ourselves these questions, we know, we know intuitively we know intuitively or at least I believe that the answer to that heart-wrenching question will always be although those statements will always be this is your new normal so when you're like, oh God, how am I going to get back to normal? Oh God, what what's going to become of me now? This is what has become of you now. This is your new normal. And you and I both know that you can never go back to what has been turned into dust. How are you going to step back into, um, how are you going to step back into a life that has been turned into dust? When, when I, um, used to talk with the women at Shade Tree 
one of the things that I would do is I would bring a glass and um, actually some very nice glasses, to be honest with you. Sometimes they were crystal glasses. And I would bring some beautiful stemware. And I would say to them, you know, I would say, this is your life and has been my life too, truthfully speaking. Um, I'd wrap it up and then I'd take a hammer and I'd break the glass. I'd break the glass, smashed into smithereens. I would open the, because I usually had it in, 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 in a towel, really beautiful towel. And I'd open it up and I'd say, this was your life. How are you going to get back to what it was? It smashed into smithereens. And even if somebody painstakingly put it all together, like they, they, they do, they have these Japanese bowls that are broken and they, they take like gold, like this gold, golden, they piece it all together. It will never, ever be the same bowl. But is it beautiful? Yes, it is. You guys should check that out online. Is it be absolutely beautiful? Stunning. But it will never be what it was before. It can't. It cannot. That space has already been filled. The universal law of space says no two things can fill the same space at the same time. That slot is already gone. It's gone. So, oh God, how am I going to get back to normal? This is your new normal. You can't go back to what has been turned to rubble. What you have now, this moment now, is your ever-changing, evolving new normal. And hear me clearly, hear me clearly. The new normal is ever-changing, it's ever-evolving. Now, depending on where you are, depending on what has happened to you, and I'm going to rephrase that, depending on what has happened for you, this might sound like a death knell to you. This might sound like, I'm not going to be able to make it. I, I, I don't want to do this. Stop the world. I am getting off. I'm not doing this. I can't do this. If I have to take another breath surrounding this particular loss or surrounding this particular pain, I'm not going to be able to breathe. I cannot do this. And I hear you. I hear you. But if you are here and hearing me, that means that you are still You are still in this game we call life. You are still in the game of life. And is this emotional for me? Oh God, yes. Oh God, yes. The reality is the upside of what is normal today is the stepping stone for the journey of the new normal of tomorrow and once again by using the power of your conscious choice you 
get to orchestrate what this evolutionary journey looks like. Once again, the universe, the universe is going to make ways for you. And those, the way that it will be made for you is the most expedient way to get you to where it is that you need to be. And invariably, as, as that song goes, <laughs> I'm coming up on the rough side of the mountain. You're going to come up on the rough side. You see, life, uh, life. I think this a a disconnect between our emotions and how we think um the spiritual spirit world or or how we think god god interacts it's about doing what you need to do in the fastest possible way and are you in a race no you're not actually are you in a movement yes you are I've written this thing or I'm writing this thing and it's about being your brother's keeper because that's a phrase that rubs me I'm talking about stuff that rubs you the wrong way that's a phrase that rubs me the wrong way right I am not my brother's keeper But the reality is that if I am showing up in and on my screen of space in an authentic way, it allows others to choose to be authentic too because they have to respond to me in a specific way based on the energy that I put out there. So, guys, use your conscious choice. Don't allow your unconscious thoughts to drag you up the rough side of the mountain. And will it drag you? Yes, it will drag you there. Will it take you there? Yes, it will. And sometimes that's the only pathway because you wanted to have a specific experience. You see, if if you've never had a near-death experience, literally, can't breathe, heart stop, the whole nine yards. If you've never had a near-death experience, you can only imagine, which is fine. However, when somebody says to me that, uh, 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 bump the near-death experience, right? If you've ever had anything seriously wrong with your lungs, where your lungs don't function. And I mean your lungs do not function. Okay. And somebody says to me. That I couldn't breathe. And you're like. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. People will be like. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they're like. No. My air supply was cut off. I saw the black dots. Dancing in front of my eyes. I realized that my body. And my soul were being pulled apart. You see, I've been there. I can understand that. I can understand that. 
So why I got off on this tangent, I don't know. So I'm going to back up and and I'm going to back up. I'm going to reverse and say, your new normal, your new normal is ever-changing. It's ever-changing. It's always evolving. So what's normal today is going to be the stepping stone for the journey to the new normal of tomorrow. Once again, use the power of your conscious mind. Don't allow your subconscious to dictate how you move through life. And look, guys, see, I've come back to this point. I'm in a wash. I'm in a cycle. I'm stuck on this point. Because what I want to say is simply this. Last night I was speaking to my aunt. I only have one auntie left. And, uh, or I say one auntie left, one auntie living. And I was speaking to my aunt last night. And I said to her, many people don't understand why things happen to them. Whether it's loss of health, life, you know, limb, money, job, everything that I listed above. House, relationships, you know, intimate, familial, the whole nine Many people don't understand why these things are happening to them. Well, the reality is, as I've said before in this podcast, that things are happening for them, number one, and not to them. Now, they give lip service and guys, I'm going to ring the bell on this. People give lip service. Um... And they, they, they speak and they, they talk, but they talk lies. They talk untruths. They, they, they're not being authentic in their conversation and definitely in how they're living. And I say in how they're living, never mind how they live externally, but how they're living in their heart. How they're living in their heart. That's a show in itself. How are you living within your heart? Because the name of the game is what is manifesting for you. Is manifesting as a result of the authentic you within your house. Within your heart. The conversation that you have within your heart. The 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 the, the negativity that you may carry within your heart. The hurt that you carry within your heart, the anger, the resentment, the um, regrets, the everything that you carry within your heart. You see, how you show up and go to work, that's a fallacy, that's a lie. But you can do that because you have choice. But what you don't have choice over, and hear me clearly, guys, what you don't have choice over is how things of your heart will manifest. It is the things of your heart that will manifest. The word says clearly, the desires of your heart will manifest. And you might think that holding anger and regret and malice and as we call it in the West Indies, bad mind and 
all these things in your heart, you might not realize that this has become a desire. But if you're holding it in your heart, it becomes a desire. So guys, if there are things that are going on with you, why there are some there are some uh coaches etc who believe in the power of why dr wendy doesn't dr wendy dearborn doesn't why for me is not something that i use often so don't spend your time asking why 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 because that's only going to take you to other places of why this happened, why that happened, for the most part. Look at your life. Look at your life and it will tell you exactly what you're thinking. If you're home, right, and I'll say this and then I'm going to get off this subject, all right? If your home is in disarray, if your home is truly in disarray, This is a reflection of what's going on inside of you. If I I had, I had, and I'm so proud to say this, in my kitchen, we've renovated the kitchen, we've redone the kitchen. And I had (laughs) a, a cupboard that had all my like Tupperware stuff in it and that. And my... Play daughter. She'd come and every time she comes, you know, she, I load her down, go home, take this, eat when you go home, yada, yada, yada. And I'll never forget the first time she, she, no, the second time she went to the cupboard to get, to get the, some Tupperware out, she opened the door and she said, oh, the cupboard of doom. But she didn't realize she said it out loud. Right, because you you touch something and all this Tupperware, they've got an ad like this on the TV. And when I saw the advertisement on the TV, they were of course advertising Tupperware that's stacked, which really did. Uh, uh, did I buy it? Yes, I did. Did it help me? No, it didn't. But everything would fall out on you. And the reason why it didn't didn't actually help, I got the stackables, was because it was my mindset that needed to be changed. I could get whatever I wanted to put into the cup, the cupboard, but my mindset needed to be changed. And once I realized that, when we did the renovation, I did some meditation and it was like, okay, what stuff am I storing in and packing in and this and that? What, what am I carrying in my heart like that? And I did the work and ironically, my cupboard changed. I've even changed the kind of uh, containers. They're all glass now. They're not plastic. They're all glass. And so guys, where I was going with this is, it's so important to look at your surroundings. It will tell you what's going on with you. Um, if, if, if the outside, you know, like inside your house, furniture, you know, and all of that, it's all nice, but you open the cupboard, like you open that cupboard and stuff falls out, it's telling you about how you're thinking. But that's a whole nother show by itself. So guys, let me get back to being on point and on topic. And I might just be able to do this in an hour. Who knows, right? Okay, 
So let's get back to the question. As I said earlier, let me just reiterate. Let me just find this little bit um, that I'll reiterate. Once again, once you've made those statements, you've asked the question, why, why, why? And all of these are fundamentally right questions, although they're not going to take you to where you need to be. As I said, there's another question that you actually do need to ask yourself, and it's really important. Okay. And here's, here's the question. Or, or here it is, right? The one other question that I am suggesting, and it's only a suggestion, that be asked or you ask ask yourself is an intrinsic question. And what do I mean by that? I literally mean that the question takes you on an internal exploration to find the answer. Whereas the question the answer, an extrinsic question would mean that you've had that experience so you can answer from that perspective. The intrinsic question takes you on an internal exploration to find an answer based not on an experience that you've had, but on an experience that you would like to have. Yeah, that is important. So, The question to be asked is an intrinsic question. It is designed on purpose by the universal creator to move you forward in your thinking. You see, guys, change your thinking and you change how you show up on your screen of space or you change how you are showing up in life. You change how you are experiencing life. You know, you may or may not have heard the adage as a man, and I'm putting in here, as a man or woman thinketh in their heart, so is she or he. You are what you think you are. You become what you think you are. You become what you believe you are. You become what you um, fixate on. You become that. That's what you become. The question to ask yourself is this. And it's a simple question. I know you've heard it before. What am I wanting for me in this moment right now? As I said, now's the appointed time. So what am I wanting for me in this moment right now regarding my, you fill in the blank, the current situation, and that's what the blank is. The current experience that you're having, that's what the blank is. It is so vitally important when you ask that question, you put aside what isn't authentically you. So it's not what everybody else wants for you. It's not what everybody else thinks you should do. It's not what anyone else demands for you to do. It's not that. It's just you. What are you? It's not like, what do you think you and everybody else? That's not the question. It's what are you wanting for you? Capital Y, capital O, capital U. What are you wanting for you in this moment? 
And that's the question. What are you wanting for you in this moment? It's not about you being politically correct or duty bound. No, that's not, that's not the question. If that's the question, I would have asked the question that way. And this, 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 this question is to be answered for you. It's not an answer that I need. It's an answer that you need. It's important to remember to support yourself in creating space for your new thoughts to take root and hold. And guys, they really do have to take root and hold. Our past experiences and the emotions and everything, they can be so tenacious. They can try to hold you. It's like any living thing. Any, every living thing on the face of this planet is duty bound to sustain its life. You know, this is why plants, if you overeat, say spinach, as I've done green smoothies, you know, that, that whole thing. If you overeat spinach, after a point in time, you're going to feel sick. And then if you continue eating it, you will get sick. And if you continue on, what will happen, you'll start, the body will start um, fighting itself. You'll start having these reactions, skin reactions, headaches, da, 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 or blah, 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 all this stuff. And it's because, as I was saying, we can be really tenacious when we hold on to the past. We can be really tenacious. And so new thoughts have to take root. It's like a seed. It needs to be nurtured. It, 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 it needs to be loved. It needs time invested in it. it you, you, you need to be able to see it as the end result. You know, when you plant, when you plant um, a seed, I'm going to say, uh, 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 let's see a bulb. Let's see, a, what's it? Tulip? Yeah, I think we're at tulip, daffodil, something like that. If you, if, you, if you plant that, what you're seeing in your mind's eye, what you're seeing is the end result. You put it in the dirt and you, you hope, you hope it's going to grow. I take that back. You put it in the dirt as we've been actually doing quite a lot of gardening. You put it in the dirt and you know it's going to grow. And you're looking for that, that first, that first little, little shoot of green. And when you see that green, you're like, yes, life. You're, you're witnessing life. You're witnessing life taking hold. You're witnessing manifestation. What you're waiting for is for the tulip or the daffodil, for the flower to come forth. That's what you are waiting for. But you're waiting for it in the way that it's already done. So that being said, remember to support yourself in creating space for your new thoughts to come through and to take root and to take hold. And support yourself, hear me clearly, by using the universal laws of gratitude. 
wherever you find yourself. And again, guys, I say this with empathy. Be grateful. Some people say it could always be worse. And some people say, how could it get worse than this? Yes, it can. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. So find gratitude. Even if you're unable to find gratitude with the situation at the time, just find gratitude in being able to see the sunrise, find gratitude in the fact that another 24 hours has passed and you have made it. Find gratitude in the fact that you are able to do whatever it is that you are able to do. Be grateful and say thank you and mean it. Use the laws, invoke the laws of your imagination. As I said, see it at the end, its completion. You can play and see the journey unfold. This is the art of the imagination. It's huge. People just don't even use that faculty, which is a shame. Invoke your imagination. Use the universal law of forgiveness to forgive you. Guys, if you are holding on to regret, anger, you you name it, you know, whatever, whatever, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for allowing yourself to feel this way. Forgive yourself and let it go. I've got this 21 day forgiveness program and it works. Forgive yourself and let it go. And then forgive everybody who is in your realm, who you feel has done something to you. Forgive and recognize that things aren't done to you, but they're done for you because of what you are doing inside, because of the conversations that you're having inside. I'm not getting off on that tangent again. Use the universal law of visualization and make sure it's moving so that you can be in, just not just in, in the moment of what you want. You become what you want. And of course, believe. Invoke the universal law of belief. But without without gratitude, imagination, forgiveness, visualization, it can become very challenging to believe. Without changing the thoughts it can become very difficult to believe because we tend to move back to what we know. Use the power of gratitude, the laws, the universal laws of gratitude, imagination, forgiveness, visualization and belief. Use those laws to fuel your affirmation, to fuel and bind your words so that they can go forth And come back to you the way that you want. You see, because your words go forth. They will go to the point of creation, create and come back to you. Your words will not return to you void. That's what that is. So use those laws to fuel your affirmations. And to strengthen your faith. Faith. 
Your faith will allow the unseen to become seen. Your faith powered with belief will take you through times when you question yourself. Faith supports you in knowing without a doubt that the unseen thing that you've only seen in your imagination, that you've only seen in your visualization, that you've only seen through the power of your spoken word will come into form. It will become tangible. It will become something solid. So guys, in wrapping up here, and I, I, have a, I have a scripture. It's a psalm actually. But in wrapping up, what happens when a spiritual renovation takes place? You're stripped bare. And invariably, it's because it's about getting you to where it is that you need to be. It's about you fulfilling a contractual agreement that you came into this life to fulfill. Am I my brother's keeper? Not in the sense of, do I control you? But in the sense that we are all in this together. And if you show up authentically... It gives me permission and the space to do the same. It sets that vibrationary tone for me to do the same. When a spiritual renovation takes place in your life, it can feel like your soul is being destroyed because everything around you, bar a few things invariably, God's good that way. It feels like your soul's being destroyed and most things around you. But the reality is that when you get up, when you stand up, when you rise out of, <clears throat> excuse me, the ashes, when you rise up out of that dust, you will be formed and made anew. Psalms one thirty nine. Verse 16, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they were written. The days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. This was your conversation with God. Before you came into being. Guys, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. You have been listening to an episode of You and the Laws of Attraction. Today, we were talking about what happens when a spiritual re um, renovation takes place. I was going to say revolution, which is true. That happens too. But what happens when a spiritual renovation takes place? You can find me on thelawsofattraction.com and of course, foodbeyonditsnutrition.com. If you have questions, reach out and I will answer. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn, guys. Until next time, thank you so much for taking the time out to listen. 
Until next time, guys. Peace.